You're listening to the first of a brand new series of podcasts on Bitachon, on the concept of trusting in Hashem, trusting in God. And I'd like to give you a little bit of background before I begin and tell you where I'm coming from. The Sefer that we're going to be learning together is called Madregas Adam. It's, it's written by the Altar of Navardic, the uh, Rabbi Yosef Yezel Horowitz, who lived from 1850 to 1920. And he started tens of yeshivas in Russia. And his concept of bitachon is what's, what's called bitachon without ishtadlus. Bitachon without needing to do any kind of efforts. And there are three different opinions, or maybe more opinions in regards to bitachon, in regards to whether or not it's necessary to do any ishtadlus, whether the person needs to do full efforts, whether the person should do a little bit of effort, or no effort. And I'd like to share with you this idea, which is not as well known, which is the concept of trusting God without putting in any efforts at all. What does that mean? What is the concept? And we're going to find out. I'd also like to mention that the originally, uh, and until and this very day, 20 years ago, I started learning about Bitochen from my Rosh Hashiva, Rabbi Per. And actually, very recently, there's a brand new book, which you can get a hold of. I believe it's come out. It's called Faith Over Fear by Rabbi Per. It's based on his Shiurim. And we're going to also see Mr. Hashem from a few different places, Evan Shlema from the Gura is going to speak about Bitochen. He holds similarly to Rav Yosef Yezel Horowitz, the altar of Novartic. I'd like to jump right in and talk about Bitochen. What does it mean to trust in Hashem? What does it mean to trust in God without having to do any efforts? What is the idea behind this? Right at the very beginning of Darchei Bitochen in his Sefer Madrigas Adam, the altar of Novartic quotes from the Gura. And the Gura says like this, it's on a verse in Mishlei, in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. It says, Trust in Hashem with all of your heart. The Gra explains that what does this mean? Your heart should be complete in the character trait of Bitochen, in the concept of Bitochen. Not with just part of your hearts. The verse tells us, first of all, that you have to believe it completely. It's something emotional. It's something that has to do with our hearts. When we speak about believing in God, it's not enough to trust God intellectually. It's not enough to know that bitachon works intellectually. A person needs to feel it inside of his heart. That's the first point. The second point is, Don't lean on your own understanding. So that's the verse in Mishlei. And, Don't say, I will trust in Hashem. But I also need to do something. I also need to depend on my intellect. That's why the verse says, Don't depend on yourself. Even as a type of, of uh, staff to hold oneself up, something to lean on, something to, to, to support oneself, do not depend on your own mind. Depend on Hashem completely, completely, depending on Hashem, without doing any ashtadlis, without any efforts at all. And we'll see here that this is a very high level, of course, of bitachon, and it's important, I believe it's really important to understand that such a level exists, and that it's possible, he's going to say anybody can access this level of bitachon, it's possible to trust in Hashem so completely that I don't have to put in any effort, I don't have to do anything, and the money will come, or the thing that I need will come. 
And it could even be that the thing, not just that I need will come, but the thing that I want will come. That's what he speaks about. And I want to say from the onset here, I want to share with you a story that he mentions later on. He doesn't say who he's speaking about when he says the story, but he says it's a well-known story, and he's talking about himself. That he was working on, he was Isaac Bislamdas Abitachem. He was working on the the study of Yitachan, trying to to incorporate into himself, to to learn for himself the concept of Yitachan, of trusting in God. And what did he do? He he went out to his shack. He had a, a, a special house built in the forest. Nobody knew where it was, where he would go, and he would sit there. He would study Musr. He would learn Musr. He would study Taira, Gemara, whatever it was that he would do over there, he would work on his midos, he would work on his character traits. He went out there with the intent. He went out without a candle, he says, and he went there with the intent that God would send him a candle. Okay, And he was there, he was waiting for the candle, and somebody came, nobody knew that he was there, nobody knew that he was going to do this. Somebody came, dropped a candle, there, uh, dropped it on him, so to speak, not not literally, gave him a candle and walked out. And he says, He didn't recognize him when he came in or when he went out. Okay, so it's possible through bitachan, it's possible through this kind of trusting God, to literally a miracle can occur. That's his shita, that's his opinion. It's possible to trust in God and a person can experience miracles. And as we progress through this podcast, I'm going to share with you stories, true stories that I've heard firsthand or that I've experienced firsthand of God performing miracles, not necessarily open miracles like that, but clearly God coming in and showing that He's involved in a person's life. When a person trusts in Him, God responds in kind. V'zeu Amro. Now, the Grah, this is a continuation of the Grah that the, the Madriga Salem is quoting. And the Gra, so his Talmud, Menachem Mendel of Shklov, was the one who printed the Sefer, uh, the Mishle of the Gra. Excuse me, sorry here. And so he put in some, some notes there. And this is his note. The Gemara says, It says there that Chazal, our sages did not know what the, what the verse meant. It says in the verse, Throw unto Hashem your package, and He will sustain you. So the word Yahav, which means a package, they didn't know what the word Yahav meant. We'll see what that means. What does it mean they didn't know what it meant? They didn't know a word in Hebrew? Amar Rabba Barbachano, Yom Achad, Rabba Barbachano says, One day, I was walking alongside a certain camel driver, a certain Arab camel driver. I was carrying a package. For Omar Lee, he said to me, Shekol Yehovich, he used the word Yehov. He said, the camel driver said to Rabbi Barbachan, he said, take your package, Agmalai, and put it onto my camels. Okay, so from there, our sages learned that the word Yehov means a package. So throw upon Hashem our package. We have a package, we're carrying this, carrying this heavy burden. It's all of our difficulties, it's all of our challenges. It's a... Uh, it's a loan, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a mashkanta, our mortgage, it's, it's our bills, whatever it is. We have such a heavy package, we're carrying it on our backs, we're trying to do it ourselves. And the verse tells us, throw it onto Hashem, take your package and throw it onto Hashem. So from this story, they were able to learn from the Arab camel driver that the word Yahav means a package. 
So Menachem and Elif says like this: There can't be that our sages did not know what the word Yahav meant, but the Arab camel driver knew what it meant. What's the idea here? They had a question in regards to the attribute of trusting in God. Is a person supposed to use his own intellect? I'm supposed to think about it, try to figure out what do I need to do in order to, let's say, make my parnasa, to have my livelihood, or whatever it is. And also, at the same time, trust in God. That Hashem is going to do what's right in His eyes. Or maybe no. Maybe I'm not supposed to be involved in any kind of ishtalus, any kind of efforts. I'm not the one who's supposed to try to figure it out how I'm going to make the money. Originally they thought that the right way to go was a person should do ishtadlis. Like the Chavis Halavavis, the Shita of the Chavis Halavavis, the Shita of others, which is the generally accepted concept when it comes to, to trusting in Hashem. That people think that we just trust in Hashem, but of course we have to, to put in our efforts. So they originally thought like that. We should also trust in God. But they didn't understand, then why does it say Yehovcha? Yehovcha means, the, the root of the word Yehovcha means something that you give. What is the concept of something that you give? Throw unto Hashem that which you give. What does Yehovcha mean in this context? Throw unto God all of your needs. Now, what did they see? What did they learn from this Misa with the, with the Arab? He was, he was carrying this package with Tzarek Levakish. He should have had to ask the Arab and have to pay him something. They should take the package and put it onto the camel. person's got to be paid. He needs to ask the person who's going to provide him with the service. But that's not what happened. But rather, in this story, what happened was the camel driver actually said to Rabbi Barbachana, you give me your package. And he said to him something else. Amazing. He said, take the money that you would have had to pay me. And throw your package onto my camel. So he said two things. He said, first of all, he didn't even have to ask anything. He's going to say, What we see is that even the money that ordinarily a person would think that he has to pay for a service. First of all, the person will ask him, Would you like me to help you out? And also, the person is going to say to him, you don't even have to pay me. So the word Yehovcha comes out very nice. Yehovcha means to give. right? Something that you would have ordinarily had to give. You would have had to pay for the service. If it will be the will of heaven, they will ask you to do this. So the, the camel driver asked him on his own, to provide him with a service, number one. Number two, he said, you don't have to pay me. So it's an amazing thing. We see from here, the Gura holds, Menachem Mendel Mishklav, the student of the Gura holds, that when it comes to Bitachan, when it comes to trusting in God, it's not necessary to put in any efforts on my own. Necessarily, not necessary for me to try to figure things out. All I need to do is trust in God, completely trust in Hashem, and Hashem will provide. 
Okay, so that's that's this idea. That's the gra. I'm going to read a little bit more. I don't want to. I don't want to spend a tremendous amount of time. I want each of these podcasts to be about 15 minutes. But I'd like to read a little bit of the of the altar where he says muchach mize. What we see clearly from this is the altar. A person does not need any reason. Any reason doesn't need to provide any clea, any conduit for God to give me what I need. Whatever God has decreed will come to the person without any efforts. As the Ramban says. And it's interesting, he quotes the Ramban. It's not completely clear where this Ramban is, but I saw in a sefer called B'tach Bashem, which I found recently, Hashem sent me, showed me the book, um, and it quotes all the different opinions in regards to uh, B'tachon, in regards to trusting in God, that it's a Ramban in Vayikra, I believe it's Chaf Aleph, Yud Aleph, and it's in uh, the 21st chapter of Leviticus, verse 11. Okay. So we see that the essence of bitachon of trusting God is explained to us. It's clearly explained to us by the by the prophet. He says it's in Jeremiah chapter seven, verse five and seven. This is what God says. It is uh, the person who trusts in a, in a human being is cursed. Some he makes a man to be his power. Hashem Yasser Liboy, etc. He turns away from Hashem, his heart turns away from Hashem. Baruch HaGever Sheyiftach Bashem, Vahoya Hashem Iftachai. Blessed is the one who trusts in God, Hashem will be his trust. Okay? Yeshlama Bekavanas Hadvarim, we need to understand what is meant here. Bahamik Bekefalishanakasav, the verse has a double language here. We're not going to get to both of the ideas here, but at least to start the first one. Kishanizvayne Bemahusa Bitacha Nimsaki Taivakfula. We will find that there's a double aspect when it comes to trusting in God. The person who is trusting in God, complete serenity. There's nothing to worry about. There's nothing that's gonna. There's nothing that's gonna knock me down. There's nothing that's gonna knock me over. The person is saved from all of the thoughts and the distractions. And the physical wanderings that are necessary, in order to find his needs, a person sometimes needs to go on faraway paths, to go to, to, to go to great lengths, to go to great, to a great extent, in order to take care of his needs. But a person who has bitachon, a person who completely trusts in God, so he's completely, completely serene, he's completely unworried, doesn't have to go far, everything comes to him. We'll see more about this next time.